0: this is episode 18 of Be Electric with me, Jodie Shield. I'm a conscious business coach, a self-improvement author, a TEDx speaker and an entrepreneur. And each week I'm bringing you a world expert in human performance or a relatable theme to help you enhance your own potential. This week, I'm chatting with Ali Gray, who is a very old friend of mine and the founder of Mindful Talent, a global coaching academy. He's an executive coach, a leadership consultant, and a mind expert, and he works with top brands like Google, Nike, and many, many more, and he coaches Grammy Award winners, influencers, and CEOs, to name but a few. The reason that I invited Ali on is because three weeks ago, he launched a not-for-profit movement called Realize Resilience, with the aim of empowering a million plus people to realize the resilience within, while raising funds and awareness for food banks, mental health and youth empowerment projects in the UK. As we chat, the project is launching across the UK and you can head right now to Realize Resilience on IG to find out more. In this episode, Ali and I talk about the importance of co-creating, to make a bigger impact on the planet. We share about our resilience and how it's within us all, especially during times of adversity. And most importantly, how when you're in alignment, everything is possible. So I hope you enjoy the next half an hour or so and please do subscribe, rate and comment in the relevant section of your podcast app. And also head over to jodieshield.co.uk and check out the show notes. So have a listen, get inspired and be electric Ali and I go back years how many years probably
1: <laughs> 10 or so maybe more
0: <laughs> and uh, I want to say that if we didn't meet on the dance floor of a club in Ibiza then it would have been at a after party somewhere Uh, down a back street in London when we were in our prime days of uh, going out and having fun, shall we say.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was thinking it might have been a a basement or a garage uh, club in East London somewhere, Dalston, potentially. (laughs) Totally,
0: totally. (laughs) Um, So I I just want to say Ali trained me, accredited me as a coach. And I remember on that first coaching call where we have about 50 to 60 people on the Zoom and uh, we're all learning from you and the lovely Michelle and uh, we go to introduce ourselves and we say a little bit about how we know Ali or Michelle or however we've actually been recruited into the program and I remember (laughs) in true Jodie style going hi everyone so Ali and I go way back we actually met in the dance music scene and started to really share about some kind of debauch days that we'd had together and I could see Ali cringing and shrinking a little bit going oh no Jodie you're ruining my
1: professionalism right there. Not at all it was bringing back fond memories (laughs) who who would have thought you know 10 or 12 years ago we'd be doing what we're doing now Jodie I I think that's what always makes me smile. Me
0: too me too so Ali really was um extremely supportive in helping me helping me get my coaching accreditation and helping me really scale and get to the the place i am now with my business and so it was really a no-brainer for me to invite Ali onto the podcast today because he's working on something really really exciting and actually makes me feel quite emotional as i'm tuning in to the energy behind your new project so I'd love for you to just dive in and tell us a little bit about what you're working on at the moment and why it's so important to you.
1: Yeah, great, Jodie, and, and thank you for the, you know, the the sentiments and the acknowledgements, because I think, you know, watching your journey over the past, you know, five, six years since we've reacquainted has been a real inspiration and a source of inspiration for me, and, and I know so many as well. And I think, um, you know, my own, Life or my own purpose over the last few years has all been moving towards you know how can I impact more people or who can I collaborate with and co-create with that will create you know a greater impact on a humanitarian level and so that the project that we've you know just pushed live this week um, is really in alignment with all of those desires that I've held for the past few years now and and really it's bringing together all. Of my experience as a coach, as a trainer, as a teacher, um, and also my experience as an entrepreneur, you know, as a business owner, and um, and we've launched a campaign called Realise Resilience. Now, the cool thing about this is that it was actually just a, a seed of an idea on the sixteenth of April, you know, a little over three weeks ago, and um, and we launched today as we record this uh, podcast. We launched today, and you know, it's just quite incredible what's occurred. We've had the support of, you know, one of the UK's top 10 creative design studios who are awesome, called Accept and Proceed. We've been given and gifted, you know, free advertising across digital billboards on a national level. So 104 digital billboards are messages out there far and wide. We've had a press and PR agent, Luxley, who are on board helping us to, you know, push this out to national press. And it's, become suddenly, you know, what feels like a movement. And I think the thing that's going to really, you know, made me feel a lot of joy and, and a lot of fulfilment through this process is just seeing how many people were eager to help, you know, how many people were keen to come together, to share their skills, to share their attributes, to share their experience uh, with a real collective mission. And, um, and the beautiful thing is, you know, it's a completely altruistic project. Which um, which means that that sense of collaboration and community has just been so rich and strong. So that's the the idea that we've been working on, and like I said, it's it's just been pushed live today. So it's quite exciting. We've got a a, a hero film which we're hoping will go viral, and uh, and you know beyond it going viral in a in a really positive sense, we hope that the message in that video provides people with a reminder that they are resilient you know, that each and every single one of us is resilient. And even though sometimes we can get snowed under or we can lose sight of, you know, that inner greatness, that inner strength that we all have access to, you know, we're trying to serve everyone with a reminder that we are absolutely whole. We are absolutely great. We're beautiful inside and out. And we are resilient, you know, regardless of what adversities and challenges we face.
0: Lovely. There's a few things that I want to capture in what you said. I think the first thing is that, I suppose, recognition of when you are really aligned with your idea, how many doors open. You know, you just shared that you got some really powerful support from leading design and creative agencies, from PR, from media. Like you've got billboards currently live all over London, you know. It is absolutely amazing what happens when things that we tune into and want to launch are in alignment with who we are on a deep down level. And the fact that it's only happened in the last three weeks is crazy, right?
1: Yeah, totally. And and I think, you know, you and I both talk about alignment and when you're in alignment with your purpose and your mission doors open, like you just said. And, you know, sometimes you doubt that as you go through business and life, right? You get knocked a little bit, especially when you're trying to start things. And I think this, you know, this project, this movement, if you like, has, you know, really reminded me that that is the truth. The doors open, you know, doors open when you're aligned to your purpose, almost quite magically and mystically at times. You know, if I can share the story about the billboard campaign, because this, I mean, you couldn't even write this. So this is like 10 days in after the idea had been planted as a seed. And um, I receive a text message from another student of our academy, a great guy called Jerry. And he texts me to say, Alistair, I think I've managed to land you an outdoor advertising campaign from Mindful Talent. Now, at this time, he had no idea what we were working on he had no idea about real life resilience and it came through in this weird moment where we literally had just said the day before we really need support in terms of advertising and creative design and um and jerry sends me this message so i pick up the phone and call him you know straight away <laughs> you know i'm a, I'm an activist like you are judy i'm a doer so uh you know i contact jerry and and i said listen what what is it that you can you can help with? He said, I think I've landed your national advertising campaign on digital billboards, 104 of them across the UK, for Mindful Talent. And I said, well, you know, I have a funny feeling this isn't for Mindful Talent. I said, I think it's for a project that we're about to birth called Realise Resilience. And I told him about the campaign, and within you know within 24 hours we'd secured you know, the advertising and it, you know, it's, it's supplied by Ocean Outdoors, who I need to give a shout out to because, you know, it's £120,000 worth of free advertising they've given us, which is quite insane, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely insane, but also not insane at all.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and I think it's that trusting and surrendering to that process that, like you said, when you align and, you know, when something is born from right intention, you know, when your intention is to serve, to be of service, to contribute, to help others, especially those who may be more vulnerable or are in need, you know, the doors open. And and, and this has been the greatest experiment to, to shine the light on that truth. Mm. And it's been amazing to witness and to be part of it. You know, it, it's really been quite humble. And I even feel quite emotional talking about it because, it's um I've, I've not had a moment to stop and breathe over the last three weeks <laughs> I, I really need to take some of my own medicine but you know what it it's shown me is just this beautiful experience of humans coming together for the greater good
0: mm. and I
1: think there's something really you know quite remarkable about that especially when we're going through times like we are at the moment you know it served as a beautiful reminder of uh, of that sense of oneness and connection
0: mm. love that Um, yeah, really feeling what you're saying as well. Um, I'm, I'm curious to understand if you have any examples in your own life and in terms of what you've been through so far in your life, in terms of overcoming, I don't know, adversity or, um, difficulties things that you have stumbled into found yourself involved with have you got any examples of how you've overcome that and really found your own resilience or rather realized your own resilience and uh yeah and what that has kind of given you as a shift in perspective or or a gift in some way
1: yeah absolutely and, and there's a few that come to mind and um you know i think from quite a young age you know, my, my mum always used to say to me, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna replace a swear word <laughs> that that we would use up in Scotland, but you know you would, she would say, Ali, you would fall in a, a pile of poo and come out smelling of roses. <laughs> and um, and it's funny because I reflected on that the other day, and I think you know from quite a young age, I I tapped into that resilience within myself. You know, various different setbacks through you know childhood through growing up as everyone goes through you know parents divorced different things that you know I think knocked confidence and knocked, um, you know your your belief in the world for a moment but I, I always seem to have this ability to look at situations and to know that you know the pain or the suffering that I was experiencing in that moment was only temporary And I don't think I could have articulated it like this at that time, but there was always something in those moments that would give me hope. And so, you know, a couple of examples that come to mind are, you know, the first one was really when I had what I would describe as my kind of spiritual awakening. You know, I've been meditating for five or six years. Um, I ended up, again, very synchronistically participating in a shamanic healing ceremony. You know, that ceremony was, was profound in many ways um, and, you know, really woke me up. But it, but it also made me feel completely uncertain about the world around me. And, and it also made me feel quite isolated. You know, I was seeing the world through a different lens to that of my, my friends who I'd grown up with, to that of, you know, the people closest to me. And, you know, I think at that point, I, I was questioning my place in this world. And I felt very low, you know. I felt I felt very low, you know. I don't want to say I was depressed or or um, you know clinically depressed. All I know that I was feeling, you know, this shallow or this depth of you know negative feelings in that moment. But I I think during that there was also a, a realization that I'd started this path of you know walking a more conscious life, becoming interested in you know, different holistic practices, especially deepening my meditation practice. And there was something in me saying, you know, don't be paralyzed by the fear in this moment, which is what was present, you know, instead become curious about where this is leading. And, and I think, you know, fear can paralyze us and prevent us from moving forward in those moments when the darkness takes over or the mood or the energy is lower and um and i think it was my curious mind and again this unwavering belief that you know this too shall pass that this pain and suffering won't last a long time that kept me going and and that curiosity of course when you're able to apply that through those moments it always leads to you realizing and seeing gifts and seeing opportunities where maybe if you were remain in the in the fear state they wouldn't have been so obvious to see so that was the first one was going through that awakening that very you know profound experience which left me feeling you know discombobulated it's probably a good word i've just felt a little bit uncertain a little bit shaky on my feet and and you know where i was heading um and, and i suppose that leads on to the next most obvious one was that you know six months on from that experience i left my very well-paid job as a director of a recruitment firm. I had shares in, in the, the company in, in Dubai and uh, I was a director of the UK business. And I, and I decided to leave almost on a whim because I was feeling this calling towards something greater than myself and something that I, you know, I felt pulled towards. It was that curiosity that was taking me down a path. Where I tried so many different things, like Kriya Yoga, different forms of meditation and mantras, working with healers, shamans, coaches, mentors—you name it—I know you share the same passion for for that, you know, curious mind taking us down different paths. But you know that led me to this this new beginning, you know, starting Mindful Talent whilst at the same time becoming a dad. And you know, six months into the new business being launched truth be told, we run out of money, we had no money. And my daughter was just born the month before and it left us in a very precarious position as a family. Um, And I think, you know, at that time, I was being questioned, you know, probably by family members wondering what are you doing? Are you being responsible? And luckily my incredible wife, Alaria, she said, you know, Ali, as long as we have love between us, me, you and Rumi, and Rumi's our daughter, she said, then we can get through anything. And, um, and at that time, we actually had to move out the house that we were living in. We moved in with a friend, stayed in their double bedroom with a, a one-month-old baby, actually two, two and a half months old at that time. And they put us up for free for six months. And um, not many people know that story, but that was, that was a real low point. And again, I had to just trust this intuition within me that was saying, All of this is for a reason, you know, you've meant to to walk on this path. And so that hope, you know, hope and curiosity are probably the two things that come to mind when I think about how I navigate those moments of adversity, to be curious of the gifts, try and recognize the opportunities, and then to be hopeful, you know, to to be hopeful that better days will come, brighter days will come. Mm.
0: Wow, amazing. Thanks for being so generous and sharing that story with us. I think something I want to capture, I mean, there's many things, but the, the big, one of the biggest things is this um, sense of you trusting your inner intuition and following that, even though on a mental level it makes no sense rationally whatsoever, you actually um, decided to prioritise your intuition and Connect with that, strengthen that, you know, follow that, take action on that, show your intuition that you're showing up for it by even moving out of a house that you were in into a double room with a two month old baby, you know, and it's, it's moments like that, that really um, increase, strengthen our inner intuition. And I think that when our intuition is strengthened, then really, we can we can do anything i really feel
1: yeah 100 percent agree jordan i think don't get me wrong i thought i was losing the plot at points <laughs> i was like i was like you know am i losing you know the plot is this sensible am i being you know am i being reckless as a new dad as a husband but um i, I had just that feeling i was like you no know, this is right and i think you know the support of Ilaria of at that time was key. I think, um, you know, if Ilaria felt differently and, and never trusted me as much in uh, my intuition, you know, it, it might be a different story, but, you know, trusting your intuition in those moments and then being able to come through them, the trust, it almost compounds itself. You know, it becomes, um, it becomes even stronger within you. And I think I used to struggle between intuition and thought or intuition and fear. You know, how do you decipher? And I, and I describe it a little bit like, you know, the the wine sommelier, you know, the the. it's a sense that when we we practice it, when we use it, when we connect it more often, when we trust it, uh, and sometimes we'll get it wrong in the beginning. You know, sometimes we think it's the intuition, but it might just be a thought or, you know, we, we think it's the intuition, but it might be a program or something that's, been planted in our mind through experience, but you know over time you become better at trusting it and better at attuning to it. And and I think sometimes it just takes the guts and the courage to go with it, regardless of the outcome. You know, letting go of whatever expectations you hold, and and just seeing where it takes you. And again, once you trust it, it's a then a a, a moment of being curious again. You know, mm-hmm. where is this taking me? Who can I meet? what opportunities are going to be presented, you know, and that's where the magic happens, I find. Mm,
0: love that. Yeah. Really, really important points. So tuning into realising resilience then, I, I really feel, Ali, that you and I have had a quite a similar journey through lockdown. Like I, I really, it, it's very interesting with you and I, and I don't know if you feel it too, but I was, I was thinking a lot about this all the while you've been talking you and I have very similar, similar trajectories. Like we are, it's like we go through say, things at a similar time and we approach things and rise through them in a similar way. And I knew that the moment this lockdown kicked off, I knew that if I reached out to you and said, Hey Ali, how's it going? What's going on? You'd have a pretty similar answer to me, which you did. <laughs> we, we were both like, Well, this is a really interesting time. Lots of stuff going on. And yes, let's feel the empathy towards people who are losing people, because that's important. But also, this is crazy. How accelerated is everything at the moment? You know, how how much opportunity is opening up? And I and I say that you know, business owner to business owner, really, because I also, as I said a moment ago, I'm very in tune with people who are losing people through this, um, being made redundant. And uh, I've got many clients who are in that situation, as I know you have as well. However, you know, what you have just shared at the very beginning of this interview is actually an amazing project, an amazing opportunity that has risen up for you to work on in this lockdown environment where Perhaps if we weren't in lockdown, the energy of this project might not have had the space to come through, right? So, I mean, that may or may not be true, Ali, and you can tell me in a minute, but I feel like this lockdown scenario has provided many of us with some amazing opportunities to explore. So the question I want to ask you is, how has it changed you as a person, i.e. how has birthing a new project in lockdown and really getting all the traction that you've got in lockdown how's that changed you as a person already
1: yeah and you know i agree completely judy you and i (laughs) we seem to be mirrors of one another uh, you know at various different points and i i think i remember you sending me that that message it was on whatsapp i think you you left me a voice note and i came back and i think since that moment you know what lockdown has given me or or reminding me of is all of the purpose and the ambition that you know i held when i first started out on this journey you know and and it's really reminded me that that yeah there's really difficult things happening you know we've we've suffered as well you know friends and family and friends family members you know really going through difficult times in this moment so like you said you know we acknowledge that absolutely but what it has given me and how it's changed me is it's helped me to look at life to look at business to look at how we're serving how we're operating to to recognize actually can I stay true to my values as a leader and as a human being even when the temptation is to you know kind of uh, lose yourself in the, the fear of this pandemic and act in ways that don't align with that. And so some of the really positive things that have come out is, is you know, who I am as a leader and as a human being. You know, I feel, I feel like I can acknowledge myself for that and say, you know, we have done the right thing. We made the right decisions by the people who are connected to our organizations. We've looked after our people first. We've taken time to connect with those that need support. Both family members and on a personal level, and then we've taken the time and space to connect to our spiritual practices on a deeper level, and through those practices, you know, morning, noon, and night, it's led us to birth in this incredible idea, which, like I said, is from a very altruistic place that just feels amazing. So, what you said, Jodie, I think is on. Would if this project came to life in this? you know, in this form that we now see in, I don't think it would have. And I think what lockdown has given us the opportunity is to remember our humanness, you know, to remember the innate nature of who we are as human beings and what really matters in life. You know, I look at it, even some of the ways that I would spend money prior to lockdown, some of the things that I would buy or some of the, you know, the, the things that I would give my energy and attention to. And a lot of things don't really matter. You know, and what it's given me is it's given me a laser focus to focus on and pay attention to the things that really matter. Human connection, serving others, being part of a community, delivering stuff to the world, which is cool. You know, being innovative and creative, coming up with an idea, which seems crazy. You know, someone said to me the other day, you do realise you've birthed a campaign that would usually take six months and three weeks. (laughs) And I am like, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? That was coming from the design agency. And we were like, well, that's amazing, you know? <laughs> so, you know, those are the things that it's, it's given me. And I, I think underlying all of that, it's given me a, a real deep sense of gratitude and appreciation, you know, especially for my family and our unit and, you know, our health. And, and so I feel grateful every day that I wake up and, and I feel extremely appreciative for you know, the opportunity that we find ourselves in to help others. So yeah, it's, it's been for me a, a very humbling experience and, and one that served a great reminder to what's really important. Mm,
0: thank you. A couple of things that came out of that that I want to recap on. The first thing is efficiency. I feel like many people have said this to me, You know, we can be so efficient with our time when we're focused and clear. And that is what you've just demonstrated, you know, a project that might have taken six months to birth has taken three weeks. So I just think that there's so much that we could be doing uh, when we use our time wisely and energy wisely. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. And then the second thing, which I think is so important and has been, I have to say, such a reminder. You know, I'm in the middle, as this episode is recorded, I'm in the middle of... um, a seven-day business accelerator program. We've got hundred, over 100 people enrolled and it's been phenomenally successful. But I really feel like the, one of the biggest reasons why it's been so successful is, excuse me saying it in this way, but I have literally hammered home to people the importance of practice. I mean, I have literally had them every morning doing the most solid morning routine. I've had them speaking to themselves in the mirror, doing a pep talk every morning, every evening. It's been this, you know, quite kind of regimented, um, Tony Robbins would be proud of me moment, (laughs) uh, very regimented, you know, routine every single day. And, you know, what I'm absolutely sure of is that when we have time to commit 100% of our energy to these practices, these rituals, you know, talking to yourself in the mirror, connecting with the affirmations, um, tapping every day, meditating every day, you know, when we really commit to it, not only once a day, but twice a day, three times a day, because we can and we have time and space in this very unique lockdown situation, the results are, you know, 10x actually, like 10 times what we might already get or what we might have got if we hadn't have committed to, you know, these extra um, rituals and routines. Because what it's saying to ourselves is, I trust you to get the results. I'm committed. I'm showing up. And obviously, as you know, through repetition, it's creating these new neuron pathways in the brain, these new habits, these new patterns. And they're so positive. So I really feel that, you know, many of us as we come through lockdown are going to find ourselves with completely new um improved and enhanced mindsets and that for me is one of the most amazing gifts that we could give ourselves and each other as we come out of this um lockdown situation which is going to happen very
1: soon absolutely and and i think you know my hope is that you know not only on an individual but on a collective level we take these new routines and rituals into our life whatever that new version of life is um, and recognize that you know those are the key pillars to success right and when I say success I don't just mean in business but that's one part you know in life And, and success to me is being wholly fulfilled and inspired by what you do each day whilst of course you know meeting your needs and making sure that that you thrive, that you can enjoy all of the experiences that you desire as well. Mm. Um, So I love that, you know, that I love the fact, Jordy, that you're, you're being regimented with your group and getting them into morning routines and rituals, because I think it's so important. You know, it's, um, what what typically tends to happen is you do it for a while, and then lots of success comes, and then you get so busy that you say, I'll let go of that. (laughs) I don't know if you've experienced that. Mm. And and it, because it feels counterintuitive to keep giving that 30 minutes or that hour or that 90 minutes each morning when you're so busy but you forget that it's because of those rituals and practices that it enables you to get that busy in the first place that it opens up your energy field to attract opportunities and you know that magnetism that comes with those practices um is is the first reason or, or one of the reasons why you get so busy in the first place so you know my hope is that that beyond this experience of lockdown that, that people continue with the rituals the routines that have served them so well and um and this is almost a reminder to myself as well right <laughs> but i think it's so important what you say
0: i feel like the best ambassador for all of this is tony robbins and you know i i don't follow tony robbins intimately and uh you know it's fair to say His work has triggered me quite a lot in the past. But the reason for that is because I knew that I needed to be doing that too, you know. And so now I'm really seeing him and the level of success that he has. And, you know, and just really reminding myself every day of the power of showing up. And I think we can't say this enough as thought leaders, as coaches, as experts in our industry, alley, you know, it's the follow through and the execution that's so important and makes the difference. And even what I'm finding in the business program is like people are showing up, like the percentage rate of engagement's so high, like people, you know, I drum it into them from the beginning, you know, that you've got to show up. So people are showing up, they're learning all the tactics and the strategies and the mindset tools and everything. Um, But I'm really going on every day, like if you don't take time to implement this stuff, to really show it, you know, make sure that you're showing up with this new strategy in your business and you're following through, then you're not going to get the results. And so, you know, it's been a big reminder for me because... I think we can all, as to your point, you know, get very carried away in the busyness of our mindset telling us it's more important to be busy than anything else. So we get sucked up into this busy energy and then we forget to slow down, to prioritize, to focus on things that are really important, to have space, to have space for integration, to have breathing space for things to be birthed as your realizing resilience project has just been. So, yeah, I can't say that enough (laughs) so so what I wanted to um finish on with you today is realizing resilience the campaign is now live um what would you like people to take from this or how would you like people to respond or take action from all of the brilliant brilliant um reminders and words and messages and comms that you're sharing out with the world. Like what would you like people to do um and take action on and uh and follow through with?
1: First of all, thank you so much for having me on today, Jory. You know, I love your work and what you're doing and I'm a big supporter and fan and obviously a friend as well. So you know I wanted to say thank you and, and just keep inspiring. You know, I know you're impacting a lot of people and so you know we need to support uh as as many people as possible to to you know access that inner creativity and you're you know you're a flag bearer for that so thank you for having me on today and in terms of how people can support and find out what we're doing um you know realize resilience um we have got channels and all social channels our hero film launched on YouTube today um so if you type in realize resilience you will find us and that's realized with an S um, not the American spelling with a Z. Although you can also visit our website, which is realize-resilience.org. And again, we actually have both the UK and the US spelling. Um, so realize-resilience.org. And of course, uh, you know, if, if you would like to find out more about me, Mindful Talent is my, my home, if you like, the, the business that we founded, where, of course, like you mentioned, you came and trained with us at the academy. And we are about to open enrollment for our next uh, intake of Uh, coach training. So uh, you'll find us at mindfultalent.coach or mindfultalent.co.uk.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Ali. I am so excited for you to reach millions and millions and millions of people with this campaign. I've no doubt this is such a powerful organic viral message that will spread far and wide. So I suppose thank you so much for bringing that out into the world and everybody that supports you. I'm honoring everyone who supports you in bringing this out into the world as well and may it spread far and wide. so much Ali for coming on the show and as you'll be aware, the Realize Resilience project is so, so key right now. It's about giving hope, it's about helping us all to open up our resilience and activate that courage within ourselves. So please go and follow Realize Resilience on IG and check out their website, realize-resilience.org. And also, very excitedly, if you are interested in training to be a coach, and I know so many of you are because you're ready to make an impact in the world, you can head to Mindful Talent on IG or direct to their website, mindfultalent.coach. And if you enter the discount code Jody in capital letters, you'll get an extra discount code off early bird offers if you enroll between the 24th of May and the 7th of June. And I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Be Electric. You can follow me at Jodie Shield on Instagram, Facebook, and head to my website, jodieshield.co.uk. If this is your first time listening, please subscribe via your favourite podcast service and leave me a review so that I can keep improving all the content that I create and make it even more relevant for you. Big love and see you next time.